0: You are listening to the Shop Salon City Podcast, a series created for those in the beauty and salon industry, from new owners to veterans. Join us as we interview different salon owners and discuss their challenges, stories, and motivations. Today, our special guest, Phil, interviews Tom Lee, the CEO of Loraco Health and Beauty, LLC. This is part one of a three-part series. I hope you enjoy.
1: All right. Uh, this is Philip from Shop Salon City and today I have Tom and Robin Rediker from LaRocco and uh, we want to hear about the LaRocco story. So I've known Tom for quite some time now um, but what I realized is that I've never heard your story and so did a little bit of research and where I kind of want to start off with this is I know LaRocco started in 2005 All right. But I wanna go back to nineteen ninety five. Mm-hmm. When you and your whole family came with your siblings, five of them I believe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um two hundred dollars. Start from there.
2: Yes, we um our family came to US in nineteen ninety five, less than two hundred dollars in the pocket, and I just have a two set of glove. Mm-hmm. You know. Set of <laughs> yeah, okay. clothes gloves, okay. yes okay. yes, that's okay. all. And the guitar, okay? <laughs> because, <laughs> okay, and uh, that we start our life, new life with all those. And, um, of course, that uh, I, you know, work anything that can make even few dollars per hour, we still, you know, work. And my dad, my brother work at daytime, clean up at the night and, um, you know, try. And also, you don't know that we work and then we... Same money, and then we have to pay back for the relative in Vietnam. When we, you know, we have to borrow the money from them uh, in order to uh, spend for the whole family back and forth transportation and do all kind of um, process okay. through the immigration process to get here. Okay. Yeah, it's the fee, uh, interview fee, a lot of fees. Okay, and then we came here, new, new, start a new life from 1995,
1: and you know. Can I ask, 95? Sure. How old were you? Because you're the oldest That's out five. of
2: five, right? Yeah. Uh, 25 years old. 25 with very poor English. <laughs> very okay. poor English, okay? Uh, let me give you an example. At that time, I still very confused. Lean and line. You know, okay. which one is line? Which one is lean? exit and enter when I go to the shopping you know shopping mall or even Kroger Walmart I just when I hit the door I have to stand a little bit thinking okay (laughs) exit or exit out enter in so get into the right door (laughs) so yeah okay yeah you know (laughs) but how why Dallas or why Arlington great question Uh, because my relative my, my yeah my 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 father relative he came here first that's why, you know, when we uh, um, about to to, to to go here and then the government asked, okay, do you have any relative anywhere? At least they, you know, come to the airport and pick you up and help you to lease a space, rent a house, something like that. And then we have a relative here. That's why we, you know, came to Dallas.
1: Okay. And um, so both your parents came?
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, the My parent and I have a five, total five brothers and sisters. Okay. Four brothers, one sister.
1: So I have Hui, who is Kevin.
2: Hui oh, is Kevin, correct.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. And then Khan, uh, Khan.
2: Correct. is your sister. My sister.
1: And then Hugh is your brother. Correct. Okay, and then you have another brother?
2: Another brother. Is, okay. uh, yeah, uh, Hien. Okay. Hien is uh, now Danny. And Hugh is uh, Brian.
0: Okay. And he
2: is Kevin, uh, Kevin yeah. Okay. <laughs> I you, do the, you do the homework. Yeah, good. well. Actually,
3: I know you started in 95 when they arrived here, mm-hmm. but the backstory Please. between yeah. that mm-hmm. uh, is very interesting. And I just, uh, when I first heard it, I was just amazed. Okay. Um, so... Do you want to share a little bit of that? Can I? Yeah. You, yes, do you yeah. Sure. So uh, during the Vietnam War, okay, um, Tom's father mm-hmm. uh, fought along or fought alongside was with the United States mm-hmm. in uh, in in the battles. Yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, was pretty high ranking, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and. When the United States pulled out mm-hmm. of Vietnam, mm-hmm. uh, Tom's father was captured okay. and um, was put into a uh, prison camp. Yeah, education camp. <laughs> prison <it> camp. <laughs> you know I... Sorry. but it was basically yeah. a prison camp, and it was up in up in the mountains. Yeah, um,
2: the line? uh Da Nang. Yeah, yeah, in Da Nang. Yeah, yeah. Um, For six years? Seven years.
3: Seven years. Mm -hmm. So Tom basically became the senior father of the family Mm -hmm. while his father was up in the mountains Mm -hmm. uh, at the re-education camp. And when he was finally released, um, that's when the United States said, you served alongside our troops. We want to bring you and your family over to the United States. Okay. So that was how 1995 came about mm-hmm. coming to the United States.
2: Yeah,
1: wow. Um, and I read that, you know, when you visited your father, you had to, you know, whether you brought him lunch or I'm not sure what else that they had inspect that you weren't sliding any messages. Uh, oh. You had to sit behind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I'm not sure a bar. Um, You know, for my generation, I can never relate. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know, I can hear it. And so could you elaborate a little bit more about just your experience and to a younger generation that has never gone through war and only seen war on TV and, I, Mm -hmm. I, yeah, if you could... Share a little bit about that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Of course, uh, you know, when during the Vietnam War, uh, I was young, you know. But of course, it's all, I still remember that we, you know, moving a lot, running a lot. You know, we, we hear the bomb from here and we run the other side and the bomb over there, we run back, you know, like oh, oh crazy, um, you know. I was still like four, or five years old when I, you know, but but I still remember some. Uh, and then um, now, you know, when you think about it, and the people, young generation, never involving with uh, uh war at all.
1: We'll
2: see it on TV. Yeah, yeah, you're right. See on TV, correct. But uh, but of course, when you in there, uh, that's tough, very tough. And I, we have a tough, very tough. And right after. The war, and then, you know, that my mom take care of four kids, and then my dad. We we don't know where my dad. I you know we don't know where the 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 father is, because it took took us long time to find where my dad is, hmm. because they took him and you know far away from city in the mountain, and then um, my, um, my.
1: Did you so, know he was in the mountain,
2: or you didn't know? I didn't know. Yeah, just one night that um, they call, okay, whoever served the U.S. military, U.S. government, come and see us, we discuss something about, and then from that point, he gone, you know, and then uh, we don't know where he is, he was.
3: That's uh, when they
2: took him, took him away? Yeah, took him away. And then um, my mom uh, have uh, you know he she pregnant my uh, Brian Hill, yeah Hill yeah. Brian the fourth one, and then um, and then of course after that and you know Hill born without dad, and then you know I was the oldest son, mm-hmm. Tough, yeah.
1: Um, so, and you say you were around five?
2: Yeah, around five.
1: Okay. so my oldest son is five
2: okay
1: and so you know I gotta ask you know because I can't imagine you know if he's five years old now and he's hearing bombs is he is he scared does he know what's going on or does he or is he numb because it's just it's every day so you just continue to do what you do Were you numb or were you scared every time it went off? Or did you know what was going on?
2: Yeah, you know, back to that, uh, I I just, just, just remember that, okay, my mom and my relative, okay, and take me run. And uh, all you, because you know, because I think five, four, five years old, okay. we did not really understand much about okay, um, how to save my life, or you know, what the picture just saw people, you know, die or something and just run, you know. So um, I, you know, can imagine, you know. But now, if I, if, if I a little bit older than that. I think that I still, I still, I remember then, or then I imagine, or I understand better. Okay. But at that time, it's crazy, you know. But, you know, of course, uh, I grew up in the middle of um, Vietnam called Quang Chi. Yeah, Quang Chi, uh, okay. you know, the next to Wei city. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, um, it's uh, you know, the, the poor state of Vietnam, so, you know, it's also, it, it you know, impact our life. That's why when we came to USA, we see that this is a, a huge opportunity for us to grow. That's why, you know, we have an opportunity to change our life. When you know? did you realize
1: it was an opportunity?
2: Oh, yes, of course, you know, uh, uh, when I came, you know, of course, before that, I learned from my dad. Because, you know, my dad... He worked with an uh, American soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he already shared with us that, you know, the U.S. is a great country and how, you know, he knows. Yeah, so he shared with us, uh, you know, this is a dream country. You know, a dream country, you know, especially in Vietnam. They always talk about the history of your family. If my father have a bad history to them, my father is a bad person. Okay. Be a bad person. Okay. You know, you... you born in Vietnam, you don't support the country, you support the USA, you support, the, you know, uh, somebody to fight um uh to fight communists. Okay. okay? You bad. Okay. Okay. And when my father bad, I don't you know, I'm also the bad person. Okay. And my son also, the bad person. You already you know it go, you know, like that, okay. and not like in in USA. It's different. Your father doing bad thing doesn't mean that you also the bad person. Okay. No, that's, you know, you know. But in Vietnam, they that's why they uh, they review the history of the family. Whenever you do, they review the history. If your father is you know not doing good, okay, you relate it. Okay. You take part of responsibility of what your father do.
1: Okay. <laughs> but it's not like that now. This is just back then.
2: Oh still now, you know of course uh not, of course now it's better. Okay. Better than than, than than before. Okay. Yeah. And also where you live also important. If I live in Saigon, much better. But I live close to north side.
1: Okay.
2: You know. The, the people thinking different okay yeah got it yeah.
1: so from 95 or when you're 25 mm-hmm. you know your family's here um you know how did you go from there to la Rocco? Yeah.
2: yeah okay good um, um when we came to to us 1995 after one year uh, we do all uh, do all kind of thing i do construction i do work at, uh, uh, you know save two jobs and you know night and day and then wait until i have green card after 12 months you after That's tu- yeah yeah <laughs> after 12 months you live in the state you got the green card yeah the green card and now you become that, uh, what they call permanent resident, yeah. and uh, your 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 um, uh, tuition is you know now you know is low. Otherwise, you are con- they consider you are outstay mm-hmm. or international student something. You pay a lot, and after one year, you know work and study ESL uh-huh. English at yeah. night you know and weekend study <laughs> English, and after one year I return to uh, the college. Okay. And then study. And then um, five years later, in summer 2000, um, I graduate with uh, a master in electrical engineering okay. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at UTA. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: so did you wait to go to school after you received your green card? Was that the oh. reason why you waited? Um, yeah, because, because it would be cheaper
2: uh, cheaper okay. you know because and of course you uh, first year when you uh, you came you got nothing you okay. you know work hard try to get the money you know and buy a car okay. and yeah, that's why you know it's it the perfect time okay. perfect time first year whole family member work hard you know get same money buy a car and you know uh, uh Uh, buy the house or something like that, deposit to get the house and after that all the brother uh, you know, back to the school
3: Well, You had said even when in Vietnam that the education was very important to both parents, by both of your parents that that they had to have a
2: good education Yes, my parents, yeah they are very smart, they both and they always teach us like, okay, um Hey, son and daughter, you know, only one way you can change your life is education, education, education. Because I have a bad reputation. I have a bad history. I'm, yeah. the, you know, the enemy. Because he know. Okay. He know that, you know, it's only one way to change your life is education. That's why he always teach us like that. That's why, you know, uh, when we came here and said, so, "Oh yeah, the country's open. open, uh, huge opportunity for us here. Uh-huh. You, we can go to the college and then we transfer to the university." Oh oh wow! And then all of us. And um, if you don't mind, I will share you. Five years later, yeah, in 2000, okay. I got the master in electrical engineering. Uh-huh. My 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 brother Kevin Wheeley Lee. He, uh, six years later, he got, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, he got the master And then 10 years, uh, he got the PhD in electrical engineering, too. And my younger, uh, my, my other brother, Brian Healy, uh, uh, after six years living in the US, he got a master in uh, computer science. And my youngest brother, the one that uh, uh, born after my father released, from uh, the re uh, education re-education camp and now he he got um uh, he's a cardiologist okay yeah so yeah so you can see that you know all of us uh doing well at the school okay. <laughs> i'm humble to say that but
1: <laughs> why double e was that more of your decision or was that your parents decision as in for education you go for a doctor or electrical engineer
2: okay yeah uh, yeah that's right uh you know that um because uh uh my uh my uh my strength is um you know like i have a mathematic talent okay and uh you know and then when i came here and i asked uh, uh, several of my friends and uh, i said hey if you're good in math If you're good in math, you better go in with electrical engineering. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) okay, because uh, electrical engineering requires a lot of math. And at that time, uh, technology, back to 1995, technology changing a lot. And they say that, okay, if you got a degree in electrical engineering, you can work on software engineering because you're learning C and C blood and uh, the coding. But if you go into computer science, you only focus on the software. You don't know much about the hardware. That's why I said, oh, that's good. So let me study mm-hmm. uh, in you know, electrical engineering. Because you study in electrical engineering, you know both hardware and software. You know the how to design. You know circuit design. And you also can write the code for it. But if you work on the computer side and you don't know much about the hardware side, you know, that's why I picked the electrical engineering.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. And also at that time with Microsoft Windows, that's it used to be hardware before and then that was the shift to software is or
3: what year are you talking?
2: Ninety five.
3: Ninety five still.
2: Yeah, and I think that that time is a big transition between window NT to uh, uh, to window NT to window uh, what is that uh, Vista star and something oh, like that okay, yeah okay. Bef- okay. yeah, even before 7 you know yeah but just yeah. a transition but uh, that time we have window window NT I think okay.
1: Yeah. okay so that's why you decided to go into double E we
2: correct Okay. And uh, I took advice from my friend, um, you know, I, who lived here before me. Okay. Uh, and then they say, "Oh, you better study that, uh, you know, electrical engineering. You easy to get job at that time." And and uh, yeah, indeed, you know, electrical engineering after graduated, they got a job right away. Okay. Yeah. Did yeah.
3: Kevin go EE because that you went EE?
2: Not sure, but we both <laughs> yeah, we both <laughs> we both study EE. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Um, so I guess right after you graduated, uh, did you go straight to Nokia or did you go...
2: Uh, straight to Nokia. Straight
1: yeah. to Nokia. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah. And you were there for...
2: About uh, seven years. Seven years? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I started Nokia uh, before I graduated MSWE. Okay. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, And then after graduate MSWE, that I... I start with Nokia in the production in forward. But after I graduate master in EE, uh, in e, I moved to R&D in Irving. So I work in there, uh, continue working there. Uh, so about total seven years. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So during that period, how did the idea of LaRocco come to fruition?
2: How did that come about? You know why we start uh, Luraco? You know, right?
3: Yeah, I'd like to hear it again.
2: Good, great. Um, at that time, Nokia changed the strategy. They shut down the R&D in Irving, move back to Finland. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one day, that they call about a thousand people, a thousand employees, you know, and then... Um, And they say, you know, sorry, we have to, you know, we close this uh, R&D center, uh, move back to Finland. And then I got laid off. Uh And then... uh, This is what year? 2005. Oh. oh, 2005. Yes. And then, you know, of course, uh, you know, uh, after that, you know, I got a lot of offer from the same industry. Uh, you know, because I work uh, as a radio frequency design engineer, RF, and at that time, everything become wireless. Wireless mouse, wireless keyboard, mm-hmm. everything wireless. So i easy to get a job, but however, that's the first time in my life that I'm involved in with layoff and something, uh, and then I... I'm thinking, I got the, I got a good job, I got a good offer from several companies, but I talked to Kevin. At that time Kevin graduated, yeah, okay. Kevin, my brother, he graduated, uh, He he got a PhD, he the uh, become he became the research scientist for the company in Forward, he teaching the e part-time at UTA. I said, Kevin, you know, we should do something for us. You know, we should, should do something for us because if I got the new job, the, I don't know. Someday that I will be the same. I, I panic, you know. I said, oh, maybe we don't know. And uh, next two years, I got laid off again. We don't know.
1: Wait, you did get laid off?
2: Laid off from uh, Nokia.
1: Right, so you got laid off. No, first in time in my right? life,
2: 2005. Right. And, and then I got the offer and I working I start working right after layoff. Uh-huh. However, I still cared. I still concerned that I don't know when I got a second layoff. Okay. I don't know. Okay. That's why I talked to Kevin. Okay. I said, Kevin, we should do something for us. For us. If if we fail, if we fail, we still better than First time when we came to US, we got nothing. Now we have experience, we have education, we have degree. It's much better. If we start to zero, we fail, shut down the business, we still have something better than the day compared to the day we came to US. (laughs) And Kevin said, yeah, I think we should. And then we formed Luraco Technologies. Yeah. You
1: said, or you guys agreed that you should, and you formed Loraco. But was there a product in mind? Or was there already a product? Uh,
2: we, um, why we formed Loraco Technologies? Because right after uh, I got laid off from, uh, from Nokia, and I worked working for the company who also uh, technology Mustang. Technology with the short peers Mustang uh, technology. They they write the research proposal, submit to the U.S. military and government, get the funding. And Kevin also working the same. Yeah. Oh, he was already working? Oh, he worked at Mustang. He wasn't. A no, professor? I I work for Mustang, but Kevin worked for the company in forward in different company, okay. but also provide the research for military and government okay. so at that time both of us work in the you know same industry that both company get the funding from government and uh, uh, and then uh, research and develop for government okay. and i say okay um, you know kevin familiar with that and i am a little bit familiar with i worked in the shop here for mustang technology okay. right after nokia and then uh, we start the Luraco with the in my is technology and we provide, we write research proposal, submit to the military and government and get the funding from them. That is, uh, you know, that what we, that's, you know, um, the idea to start Luraco. Mm. Oh, what? see, I never knew that.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, I've seen military, government, mm-hmm. you know, contracts. But, you know, whenever I ask other people in the industry, I'm like, what is that military business? Is, no, that, is really that a legit that. business or is that just the marketing? Oh,
2: okay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> this podcast was paid for and sponsored by ShopSalonCity.com. The go-to online solution for hair, nail, spa, and barber salons that need equipment and furniture. An unbeatable customer service are just a few reasons why we are trusted by thousands of salons worldwide. Thank you for listening to the podcast and join us next month. Have a great rest of the day.